Welcome to the MedSoup Podcast, where we talk about trending healthcare topics. I'm your host, Laura Schumacher. Let's dig in. Today, we are talking with Dr. Brian Schmidt. We're going to discuss hernias, which are actually a very common condition in the United States. Apparently, there are more than 1 million hernia repairs that are performed in the U.S., and I know this is something that you, is a big part of your practice. Correct. Yeah, hernia repairs are a big part of my practice and a very common uh, problem. What exactly is a hernia? A hernia is uh, essentially a, uh, a hole in a muscle where there's not supposed to be a hole. Uh, common sites are in the groin region, um, and any previous incision is a, is a risk factor for having a hernia. And there are also uh, certain types of hernias called hiatal hernias where the stomach uh, moves from where it's supposed to be in the abdomen up into the chest. So this is not to be confused with like a sports hernia that you hear people talk about. Sports hernia is a a different entity and those are typically um, tears in the muscles in the groin that sometimes require surgery, sometimes can be treated non-surgically. So are there always symptoms for the type of hernias that you're treating? In most cases, there are symptoms with hernias. It's either a a bump or a bulge that the patient notices, or they have pain with activity uh, in the area where the hernia is. So that's how it would be diagnosed initially? They would see a primary care physician and have that that place examined that's causing pain or is creating some sort of bulge? Correct, and some patients present directly to us, some patients directly to the emergency room. Some patients have these diagnosed getting a scan for something completely different, and it's just found incidentally. Are there differences between the types of hernias that men and women get? Uh, not not too much. Most of the hernias are, are the same in the same region. They're treated pretty similarly. Is it more common in men? Hernias are more common. Groin hernias are more common in men. If someone has been diagnosed with a hernia, they come to you. What is the next step? Uh, well, next step is to examine the patient, find exactly what type of hernia they have, and then we discuss the treatment options, which in most cases with hernias involves surgery. And how does that surgery help repair it? You were, we were talking about uh, um, a mesh, or is it tact or how do you treat a hernia? Uh, some some hernias are treated with mesh. Some uh, some are just closed with sutures. Um, hernias can be treated with traditional open procedures, laparoscopic procedures, or robotic procedures nowadays. Are there any particular risks to the uh, surgical treatment, or is it is it more of a risk not to have it treated? Uh, there's risks to both. There's always risk with surgery, with you know, bleeding and infection and hernia recurrence and so forth. Uh, but without Fixing hernias as well, there's a risk of, you know, uh, you know, bowel incarcerations, blockages, so forth. Are there any options for non-surgical treatment? Uh, some people that have hernias that aren't candidates for surgery or anesthesia, we uh, sometimes recommend hernia trusses or belts, uh, which can help with some symptomatic relief. They obviously don't fix the hernia problem, but they can help with symptoms. Are there particular risk factors for hernias or you know, someone's type of lifestyle or something that they may do that that makes them more susceptible to this condition? Uh, there are some risk factors for hernias. Previous surgery is definitely a risk factor for developing a hernia at the site of the incision. Um, obesity is another risk factor for hernias. Uh, the more 
intra-abdominal pressure that a patient has from, from their weight, the more risk they are for hernias. Um, some people are just predisposed to getting hernias in certain areas, uh, such as the groin. If someone has been diagnosed with hernia and has had surgery, is there a chance that that's going to come back? There's recurrence rates with uh, hernias, and the, the recurrence rate is all dependent on the type of hernia and the location. Um, risk factors are, you know, ac- too much activity too soon. Um, types of hernia repairs, typically mesh hernia repairs, have a lower recurrence rate than suture hernia repairs. Um, obviously, keeping off weight and, um, you know, Having an optimized uh, BMI or body mass index helps prevent recurrent hernias. Well, that seems to be a key factor in just about everything is is weight management. Correct. Would there ever be a case where a patient would come directly to you, or are they always referred by a physician? No, some patients are uh, end up directly in our office for hernias. Uh, a lot of patients that don't have a primary care doctor or notice a lump and just refer themselves directly or have a family member who's been treated before, sometimes they'll come directly to us. You did mention in terms of surgical options for hernia repair include open surgery, but also robotic surgery. Could you discuss robotic surgery a little bit more? Sure. Robotic surgery's uh, been in, uh, in play for about 10 years now uh, with general surgery truly really come in in the last five to seven years. And it's another option for hernia repair. Um, it's a very good option for people who have bilateral hernias, who have uh, hiatal hernias, who have recurrent hernias. Uh, it's a very good option to uh, to repair these hernias. And that's um, something that has a, a fairly good recovery rate? Correct, yeah. Robotic surgery tends to have a fairly quick recovery rates. It's very similar to laparoscopic surgery where small incisions, uh, a little bit shorter healing time, less pain associated with the surgery. Okay. Well, thank you very much. If anyone wants to learn more about hernias and surgical treatment options, they can call the office at 704-786-1108 or visit paragonsurge.com. Thank you. Thank you so much.